What's going on? It's Jealous from the Nick of Time Show here giving you that Knicks talk just in the nick of time. And it's time to talk about this Knicks loss to the Portland Trailblazers. This Knicks lost 116-113. It was a thriller at the end, even though it didn't start out that way. But before we get into the nitty-gritty of the game, let's introduce my fellas, all right? First and foremost, you know what it is. It's the man, the myth, the legend, the guy with the stats and the facts. Right, he's in the building. Damn right, he's in this building, all right? And you also know who this man is, uh, KOT Rookie of the Year, new installment to the KOT show, my man from one YouTube channel over, it's the raw, metaphor, the raw Hebrew remnant. What's going on, my guy? What's up, my man? What's up, Ryan? Good to see you. Yeah, man. It's ready. I'm ready to get to it, man. So this... This game, it's, it's been an up and down road trip so far, guys. Uh, I expected it. I'm not, I'm not gonna lie, I did expect it because these teams are a little bit tough, but we showed some fight. Um, but here's the thing, we, we were down early in the first quarter. Knicks allowed 37 points in the first quarter. Mm -hmm. This is the most we've allowed <laughs> in the first quarter. Uh, we were actually down by 20. We, but you know, the largest lead was 35, but we actually ended up coming back and losing a close one in the end. So, yo, Royal, tell me, like, what did you see? Why did you think the game out turned the way it did? Uh, well, a couple of things. Portland came out on this. Like, it's like an, if it was a, if it was a boxing match, they came out in the first round and punched this in the mouth, right? So they yeah. came out heavy off the thing. Now, of course, we also know that Portland had not played in five days, so they were well-rested. We were on our third game in four nights, and I try to make an excuse, but you got to figure we had some fatigue going on. Yeah, so, I think Dame in particular came out really yeah. rested. <laughs> so our Dame came out like playoff Dame killer, you know. Yeah. So that, that was that was what started the game. And by the time we figured it out, you know, got the butterflies out of our head, we started with twenty one points down. Uh, yeah, you're, you're right about that. We were we we were twenty one points down. And clawing our way back. So you tell me what you saw from this game, Ryan. Well, basically, it was just to me to tell the two halves. Like, you know, like Ross said, in the first half, the Blazers came and punched the Knicks in the mouth. They, you know, they looked very energetic. Like they looked like they were ready to play. Like on defense, their zone defense was crazy. It was like it was like they were all over the place. The Knicks couldn't find any open shots, any open lanes, or anything like that. So it was hard for them to score. Defense. <laughs> yeah, of course, his own defense. Yeah, exactly. And um, and then on top of that, the Blazers just had hot shooting. Like it, it was like they couldn't miss. It, like it was like it's like every shot they took, it was it was just going in, going in, going in. And I mean, when a team is, you know, getting you on the defensive end, you know, going after you on the defensive end, then on top of that, you're, they're not getting all the shots. That makes it difficult for you to, you know, find your footing and come back in the game. So, Blazers just came out with mad energy, and then. From then on, that was it. Knicks try to Knicks try to climb back in the second half, but they, you know, they were already too far down. You know what else? I'll say this for for the Knicks. Um, it was apparent that Dane came on the mission. Like the first half, he didn't miss anything. I think he like he didn't miss a free throw. <laughs> he didn't miss a three pointer. He didn't miss a field goal. The entire first half, which is like a, he was a hundred percent on everything. I think it was, it was ridiculous. Uh, and, and EP was doing a good job on him. He was all on him. Yeah, and he was this guy was hitting some ridiculous shots. It so was. I that's why I thought they should have doubled him in the first half. They should have started doubling him, get the ball out of his hand because that's the one guy 
like Dame is on the same level as Curry, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. He can win a game for you by himself. You know, yeah. so you you didn't. It's like back in the day when Dr. J was in his prime. There was a rule when he, when he first came to the NBA from the ABA, There was a rule if he hit two in a row, call timeout. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got time out all night with that. Yeah, yeah. So I'm saying, but you got to devise a plan to get to be. So, so uh, Dame was killing us the first half. He was killing us, man. Yeah, I w- I was wondering about that because it was apparent by the time the third and fourth quarter came mm-hmm. that we had to double him, and that's how we got back into the game. We started yeah. to kind of trap him as soon as he passed half court. We had to trap him, and and. And once we started doing that, the game started to turn for us. And I also wanted that too. Where I was just like, man, maybe should we have done that earlier, or maybe, or was Tom just trying to save that, you know, ace in the hole for the end? You know what I mean? I think it looked to me he wanted to. I guess he want maybe he went to EP and EP said, "No, I can handle him," and they let EP try to handle him. But what you started seeing him hitting threes, that was ridiculous. Like he he wasn't even squared to the basket. No, it was crazy. And so and EP would just be all on him and it just wasn't enough. So what I saw in the, in the second half, you saw Julius, which I did like this. Julius would sprint up, double him with whoever was guarding him, whether it was yeah. EP, he double him and three-quarter court, he's giving the ball up. Mm-hmm. And then he and he crossed that court and he get back on him. So that's I felt. Oh, maybe they were conserving the energy, but maybe mm-hmm. like nobody's business in that second half. And if you look at the team stat, the Knicks. If you look at the stats, the Knicks should have won this game. Let's pause for a second. This episode was brought to you by Manscaped. All right, fellas, Valentine's Day is on the way. You want to make sure down there is clean, fair, and square. Manscaped. Trimmer 2.0, it does not nick your knickers. It doesn't grab your hairs. It has an LED light. So you can see what's going on down there. It's waterproof and is guaranteed to make your lady happy. All right, so definitely pick up the Trimmer 2.0. And also my personal recommendation, and Ryan backs me up, the ball deodorant. (laughs) Exactly. I've been using the ball deodorant since... Even even before this whole sponsorship, I've been using the ball deodorant. It works great. It works well. The ladies, you know, if that moment comes, the ladies go down there and they're satisfied. <laughs> it smells nice and good. So go get you some. Go get go get you some. All right. Yeah. Uh, man, go to manscaped.com and get 20% off and free shipping with the code KOT. All right. That is 20% off and free shipping with code KOT if you go to manscaped.com. And you know what? If you trim down there, sh- send all before and after pictures to Ryan's Gmail account at Ryan. Okay, no, 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 no. <laughs> all right. Never mind. KOT. That is the code. Yeah, because we had all, yeah. we, a lot of the, we out rebounded those guys. We, sh- we shot well. The, the fourth quarter. IQ scored 21 points by himself in the the fourth quarter. We had a lot of good stats that should translate to wins. Yeah. (laughs) Mm. Like, yes. And stuff that we usually bad, 41% from three, usually bad from three. Yeah. (laughs) 113 points overall. We don't usually don't even score that much. 
Right. Mm -hmm. See, yeah. all of those stats took, okay, if you looked at these stats without looking at the score, oh, the Knicks win this game. You know, yeah. here's the 92% yeah. from the free throw line, 12 turnovers. <laughs> Out-rebounding them, out-offensive rebounding them. Only had 12 turnovers. I mean, you look at them stats, you say, oh, we won. We had shot 41% from three. Oh, we won. And quickly scored 31. Oh, we won the game. Oh, we won the game. It's yes. Okay. Now, especially yeah. considering that, you know, a lot of these games, it's been Julius needs help. Julius needs help. And then what happens? RJ Barrett starts to pick up. And now these two have been consistently giving us 20 points a game. Mm -hmm. This game, RJ Barrett goes down, but. IQ picks up the slack. Alex Burks comes in with 18 points. So you're thinking, oh, we're we're, we're in a recipe to win this game. Mm -hmm. But um, I I will say this. Uh, I feel I do feel like there's been. I think I I feel like there were certain tactical miscues um during this game that happened for me personally. And it's hard for me to criticize Tom Thibodeau because he's done such a good job with this team. We basically have mostly the same team we had last year to this year, and we're a top defensive team in the league. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. any criticism I have about Tom Thibodeau is still kind of met with praise at this point, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> because it's like Fisdale could never, right? So, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I will say this one of the tactical things that I feel like Tom does. To a fault sometimes is he takes out when he takes out the hot man. Yeah. Too yeah. often. He has a rotation and he'll stick to it regardless. Yeah. And I don't think he can do that all the time. Like yeah. mm -hmm. case in point, and Brian, we're gonna argue about this later. Right. <laughs> Me and Ryan were arguing over Twitter. Yeah. But, <laughs> but um case in point, there was a there was this there was a in the second quarter, the Knicks started to make their comeback. Alec Burke started getting hot. Yeah, he took him mm -hmm. out. He took him out. Yeah, two people stopped early. Alec Burke's that night. Tom Thibodeau and Alfred Payton. Because <laughs> Burke was killing. <laughs> Burke was killing, man. He only got nine shots. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I, will, I will say this, though. I didn't like his rotations in the Portland game. Because usually... What Tom Thibodeau does is he lets, you know, the starters play a certain amount of minutes in the first quarter, and then he'll insert, like, quickly or somebody like that, you know, in the first quarter. Usually by the end of the first quarter, it's made the bench players on the court going into the second quarter. I feel like, because I think he left Julius Randle into the whole first quarter, which I really don't have a problem with because Julius Randle is one of our best players. Mm -hmm. But he left Alfred Payton there in the first quarter. Alfred Payton was not playing good, and I, and I felt like he should have took him out earlier in that first quarter and had yeah. quickly in there. Yeah, to see if they could try to like weather the storm or whatever the case may be. So I'm, so I think like if I if I have to criticize Tom Thibodeau a little bit, like his rotations in the Portland game, I didn't like too much. But yeah, and, and that's been my that's been my critique of Tom all season so far, is that he has a quicker hook on the rookies mm -hmm. than the vets, and sure. he'll ride the um not even just the hook, he'll ride the hot wave of. Peyton in the starting unit, but won't ride the hot wave of the second unit. That's I think that's that's, just, my, that's true. Though. If yeah. Peyton is coming out scoring, he's not coming out the game. If right. he's scoring and we're ahead, he's not coming out the game. He's going to stay in the game. He trusts the vet, no right. question. Yeah. But it was surprising to me that he did take out 
Because, like, when, when Quickly was in the game, if you notice, it was Quickly in the four other starters. Yeah. He did not, he like, he took, only replaced uh, EP with Quickly and Quickly stayed. So I thought maybe he should have kept Burke in there because Burke was right. unstoppable. I mean, he they couldn't do nothing with him. And so I, I was like, shoot, they keep Burke's in there because he's killing, man. Because yeah. he, he was doing to us what Dane was doing to us. He was doing to them. So I was like, oh, man, we got, we got a battle going on. But I wasn't, I mean, there's a lot of those things. Like, yo, I, I see that. But my overall thing is, to me, if we had just doubled I, uh, Damien earlier, Mm. Yeah. If we just started doubling him like from there and get the ball out of his hands, I think we wouldn't have been down by that much, you know, going into the half. Yeah, that's a solid yeah. point too. Cause not if you're looking at the like the box score and stuff, I don't feel like anybody else was really killing us like that. Mello, he was kind of left open a few times. He wasn't hitting, he's only hit a few of his shots. Um Enos Cancer, you know, he 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 had a little little yeah. stint. Really, <laughs> Simons and Trent were doing all right, but yeah. I would rather them beat me than Damian Lillard. Right, and at the end of the game, we we forced the ball out of Damian's hands, and you know what happens? Pressure bust pipes because yeah. those guys were hitting shots all willy need the first the first quarter. That's right. Yeah. When the game was on the line, none of that was happening. He's like, all right, you make the play because Dame. That's why I was watching the game and I'm like, I'm not worried because I know they're gonna double Dame and these other cats ain't gonna be able to keep exactly. it up because they just, yeah. hot, you know, since so they ain't gonna keep it up and we're gonna come back. I wasn't worried about that, but when that C they did not double him and then it, all of a sudden the third quarter they start doubling, it was driving me crazy because they were coughing the ball up like, yeah. <laughs> like they was, exactly. you know, they were you, coughing the ball up like crazy. I was like, why didn't we do that a quarter ago? Because if you have to come back, it's a big difference coming back from 21 down Absolutely. to say you're coming back from 15. Yeah. Exactly, and that was a big thing. I I do feel like we we ran out of gas towards. Yep, we but we still should have won. They messed up on that Randall call at the Ooh, end. Oh yeah, <laughs> that might be. A, I'm sorry, sound effect might hit this part. That was crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they messed up. Yeah. If they didn't mess up. If they didn't gave us that call, which they after the game they said, oh yeah, we should have gave you shots in the ball. We were, we lost by three. <laughs> yeah, for, for and for those who didn't see that part of the game at the end of the game, the Knicks were. I think down three, IQ was at the line. Um, Enos Cantor rushes into Randall's shoulder, causing Randall to foul. Uh, I think it was Covington. Oh, Covington, yeah. Covington, yeah. yes. Next to him. And they called, that was his sixth foul, and they ejected him. They wanted to give Randall a flagrant foul. Right. And yeah. they took that back. They downgraded to a regular foul and ejected him. And when you looked at the tape, it was clear as day. So I, I, it, that's another thing is like how do you look at the tape for that long and still get the crawl wrong? I just don't I, I get think it. what happened. <laughs> I think what happened, technically speaking, I think what happened is we had no timeout, so Thibodeau could not challenge the call. Mm. If he could challenge the call, I think they would have overturned the call. But he could not challenge it and they made the call. So nobody was gonna overturn it. They just would at that point, I think legally according to the rules. They couldn't overturn it. Yeah. Even though they should have just came back and said we made the wrong call. Right. They didn't overturn it. Now, if Thibodeau had a time out to, to overturn it, that would have been the ball game. And in that case, you know, there was a strategic blunder a little bit on the coaching staff because you want to save a timeout at the end for that, but they didn't. So that's why we could not challenge. If we could challenge it, you know, then, then I think it would have been a different ball game. But that I like that because even though we lost the game, look, we're coming off three games in four nights. They rested. And their playoff team, and we fought them to the end. We had, and we, we, they squandered a twenty-one point lead on it. So I think going forward, that bodes well for us. 
when that we got to play bone soul. That does. That, that, that definitely does. I think you can carry the momentum into Utah. But yeah. you know, another thing I want to actually I want to point out, too, that was weird about that game was um, R.J. Barrett's um, lack of minutes. And just we did not see him in the fourth quarter. That was something also weird. You know, like, I yeah. know he, he got into foul trouble early, right? I think he had two fouls. No, he only had two. Yeah, he, he had two quick fouls. Yeah. And we closed the game with uh, Austin Rivers, who just got back from injury. Yeah, he played a lot of minutes, too. Yeah. yeah. Over R.J. Barrett, who yeah, was, that, that was having a, a fairly good game when he was in, you know? So what I'm saying is that Thibodeau is into flow. So when they started making their run, the kids that were out there was Rivers, IQ, um, um, Randall, Robinson, and Burks. So even though logically you would think RJ would fit better than Rivers, because the team that was out there that was making the run, he wasn't going to change that. That that's he was just going to keep that that crew out there because they made the run. Um, yeah, RJ was. I'm not saying RJ had a bad game. I say that. Portland keyed on RJ because they now got gave him that respect. He only took nine shots the whole game. So Thibodeau is going to go. And, and this is the thing I do like about him. If he's finding a squad is flowing at the end of the game, third and fourth quarter, yeah. he's not going to take them out. He's going to keep that quarter, He will stick to you. He's got to see They just have to be in there when they made that run. And so that's why he kept them in the game. Yeah, and yeah. I almost think like, was it, was it a defensive thing as well? Because he felt like, you know, he, he can shadow Dame a little bit more. Nah, because I think RJ is a better defender. I, I just think it was a flow. They, he was mm. there when he made the run. Yeah, RJ is better defender. I think the, the Rivers is a willing defender, but I think RJ is better right now. Okay, so is anybody opposed to having RJ sit that long? Or did you, did you feel like that was weird, or are you cool? With it? No, I mean, from my standpoint, like I think Thibodeau did the right thing because you're making the run with. Quickly, Rivers and Burks in the backcourt. So it's like if you're making a run with those guys, why are you gonna really mess that up? So you stick with the guys that's on the court. And I feel like in that game, RJ Barrett, like yeah, they did key on him a lot. And also I think that Barrett wasn't really aggressive enough in the game either. Like Barrett was kind of passive in that game as well. So I think when you combine those two factors together, it made sense for Thibodeau mm-hmm. to stick with those guys on the court because it's not like Brad was having this amazing game where it's like, all right, we got to get him back in the game because, you know, he's killing these guys. You know, he was, I mean, he was largely passive for the most part in that game. So, I mean, I have no problem with it. And I, and I like the fact that he does stick with the hot hand. You know, if he sees the guys playing well on the court, he keeps them on the court, especially in that fourth quarter. So I'm, I'm with it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, maybe, maybe to me, I felt like he was playing... You know, he got into foul trouble. He sat a long time. I feel like when he was in the game, he started to score a little bit. And I, I do feel like... Uh, I don't know, man. I don't think Rivers was giving us that. You know, he was like one for three. Like he, he wasn't like he was aggressive. You know, it's just because he was out there when they made the run. Yeah, it, 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 it had anything to do with his production. It, it's just like, and I noticed that. Like for example, let's look like Burke. Right, he takes Burks out in the second quarter when he's killing Portland. Right, but in the fourth quarter, whatever that team is that's out there in the end of the third fourth that's making a run he's going to stick with those guys that's no matter who they are so it wasn't i don't think it was anything about rivers playing better or rivers being better than rj because he's not but it's just that rivers was on the floor when they made the run and he just didn't want to disrupt the flow yeah okay 
You know what? You know what? Let's, let's bring it back to another guy. We 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 skated under something really big so far in this whole conversation. Emmanuel freaking quickly <laughs> scores thirty one points, <laughs> career high already. What the hell? <laughs> Who is this kid? RJ hasn't even hit 30 yet. Quickly comes in, has a career high 31 points. Um, 21 points in the fourth quarter alone. <sighs> I hate asking this stupid question over and over again. I do. But I'm just like, Did you see Dane talking to him at the foul line? <laughs> yeah, I saw Dan. Yeah. They, was, they, was, they was talking like old buddies that went to school. No, no, Dan was popping off at him and he was just smiling. He didn't yeah. want to answer back. Dan yeah. was popping off at him. Yeah. So I, when I saw that, I said, Dan knows this kid's going to be a problem. This is what I'm saying. <laughs> like, I was on Twitter going off today. I'm just like, man. Nah, because they because they knew they was like, yo, you you did that swipe, man. That's why yeah. like, yo, 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 yeah. you took like, free throws. Yeah. Exactly. You did that so. swipe. <laughs> I was imagining yeah, saying, you're a rookie. You're not supposed to get that caught. Exactly. <laughs> yo, here's the thing about IQ, man. IQ studies. You can tell IQ loves basketball. Yeah, you can yeah. tell. There's you a can... joy with him when he's playing. Yes. Yeah. There's a joy there when he's playing, and you yeah. can tell he studies it. He says he studies it. He offers that information openly over and over again. I study it. And then even when he's talking about his, his conversation with Dame, he goes, yeah, yeah, he was talking to me about the foul. He's one of my favorite players. I study him all the time. And then you look at him, and he, 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 I feel like he's doing Dame's moves out there yeah. when I see him on the court. He was like, because he, he was dead ass. He was just like, yeah, I was studying how he was scoring on the court. And then he goes over 21. I'm just like, he, did he just do the, 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 the hop step that Dame just did? Like, I'm <laughs> like are you like... Copy pasting his moves in in game like two, two things, man. Two things I noticed about IQ. Okay, there's there's two things that he's going to improve. That when he does, he's going to be an all star. One thing he likes to jump when he passes. If he yeah. stops that and learns how to pass out of a double team, which he's going to do, he's going to he's going to be a problem. And, and then and then number two, aside from that, he just has to improve his defense, which he will. He's a rookie. Yeah. Yeah. So it, when he when the game slows down for him, remember he's the game hasn't slowed down from you. When the game slows down for him and RJ, oh my god! Don't trade anybody, not them guys. Leave those guys, keep those guys, man. Yo, here's keep the thing about IQ, man. Here's I people I've been saying like, is he a point guard? I've been saying that. Is he a point guard? I don't know. He's just a shooter. No, my man's a point guard. All right. Uh, and in there's also this argument that I've even been having myself about, you know, primary initiators versus secondary initiators. And I've always been like, well, maybe he's somewhere in between. But when you think about, like, what primary initiators are, right, you're thinking, all right, well, he can make something out of nothing because he has the hands to break some things, break a, break a person down. Mm -hmm. And I always felt like, well, maybe he's not that because you don't see him really doing some Kyrie handle stuff. But what he does is he just draws fouls when we're in trouble. So it's yeah, like it's the same. Stuff. What game was it? It was either the Thursday game or the Friday game. He was put, he put some Kyrie handles on somebody. I was like, oh, shit. his handles are tight. Back. I was like, man, wait. And that's and that's the other thing I was getting about to get at. Raw to, to me, I'm like, mate, his handles are pretty tight. Is it just that he doesn't want to because he feel like it's a waste of energy, and he just feels like it's more efficient? 
to just call for the pick or to draw the foul, or he just or he just can't. Because now looking at him and knowing how much of a gym rat he is, I'm like, I feel like he could if he wanted to. He just chooses to just draw the foul because he's just thinking yeah. about bailing out the team yeah. and going to his strengths all the time. Well, see, that's that's what I'm saying. He he's a he's a high no pun, but he's a high IQ player. So he it is more efficient for him to call for the pick. It's more yeah. efficient because now you got an option. You got the guy that's running the pick. You got somebody cutting off the ball, and you got your own. And he and he sees all of that when you can see. He sees yeah. all that. And then with yeah. that deadly runner, that that little floater from the foul line, this guy's gonna be a problem. We got one. We definitely got one. Yeah, I'm not worried start? about him starting this year, man. I'm not. When he because when he takes over, he's not giving it up. That's it. Once you give him the ball, he's gonna have that car for ten years. That's it. You know so. So you're, I'm not you're saying about you're just yeah. when he starts, yeah. he starts. And when he starts, exactly. he starts. Right now, he starts, he starts. If he starts, he starts. If he doesn't, he doesn't. This is rookie year because I know it's like, you know, you got some. You just, you just, you're trading coins and you got one worth a million dollars. You just go hold on to it. Don't worry about it. Put it into, you know, because that's what we got. We got something right here. If that's how I yeah. That's how I feel. I, I, I just, Ex- I, okay, go ahead, Ryan. No, all I was saying is that, well, first and foremost, like the fact that he thinks, uh, well, the fact that he said Dame is one of his favorite players in the NBA, I feel like that's a very good thing because I see him as the, in the mode of a scoring point guard. Right. And if you're going to really mold your game after anybody in the NBA, Dame is one prime example of one of the top scoring point guards in the NBA that you would model your game afterwards. So mm-hmm. I like that fact. And, the, and my thing with the whole IQ starting thing is like, look, to me, it's like you have to, you have to be, try to like, See how the pieces fit together. Like, okay, Alfred Pater, right? Does he mesh better with that first unit or would you want to see him with that second unit? I don't think Alfred Pater fits with that second unit the way oh, IQ yes. fits with that second unit. So it's like, to me, it's like, okay, you want IQ to start badly. I get it. It's like, yeah, IQ should be starting, but at the same time, it's like, you still got paid in there and it's like, look, you have to just fit the pieces in together the way they fit. Payton probably fits better with that first unit. IQ fits better with that second unit. And to me, it's like, it doesn't matter to me who starts. It's like, it, as long as IQ's out there finishing games, I can, right. I can, I, I can live with them getting to coming off the bench in the, you know, in the first quarter, whatever the case may be. Now I, that I like it. Like if you saw the game against Golden State, you mm-hmm. want, you want Payton out there on Curry three quarter court. That's what you want until IQ is ready. You don't want IQ going out there and picking up three fouls. Because he because he's trying to guard Stephen Curry, so you you want him to bring him along, you know, gradually. And, and so I like Peyton. That's six fouls. He's a good defender. I don't know what some people tell, somebody quoted him, but tell, yeah, I don't see who says Peyton is a good defensive player. Man, he can play defense. So that's why Thibodeau has him out there. So that so if you get that, you got six fouls. You got a guy that you could put on your on the other team's best player, and and you could bring IQ off and let him attack. He he is killing second units, man. Yo, so just let him keep doing it. I'll just say this: I would definitely be having a parade if IQ ever starts. I'm hoping he starts by. I'm hoping, I'm hoping by the fake All Star break, you know, because it's going <laughs> not going to be a game. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. hoping by then. Wait, the NBA is considering it. They're considering it. Are they? Yeah, they're considering mm. it. Yeah, news came Randall, out. Let's go, Randall. Show them, show them what you got. Are they playing again? Yeah, they're considering it. Okay. I mean, I'll just, I would be honestly glad to see his name on the All Star roster. I don't care. Just give me the All Star roster with Julius Randle's name. I'm happy. I'm with it. I'm with it. it. But yeah, I'll say if he's starting by that time, I'd be very happy. I, I, and if he's not, and I keep saying this on the show, I, I feel repetitive, but 
if you're not going to start him, which I prefer, if you're not going to start him, Tom, just please, just pull the hook quicker. You know, like, pull the hook quicker. If, if, like, okay, if, if Rant, if, if Alfred Payton is playing defense and the guy is still scoring 15 for 15, <laughs> and then on the other end, they're playing zone defense for the entire quarter. Yeah. No, I hate you, but he's not. I, I'm gonna tell you. I, yeah, I would be that. frustrated if I heard if I thought like you, because I know he's not gonna do that. I would be frustrated. Yeah, that's like, what I'm yeah. saying. He's not gonna do that. He's <laughs> that's not what I'm gonna, saying. The only way you're gonna see IQ start this year is either Peyton is hurt or the bottom falls out, and it yeah. makes no sense to keep him in the starting line. Yeah. But if they're if they're if, if, yeah. if they're going to play 500 ball and they're playing 500 ball, Peyton is gonna start. If we go in the playoffs and they play 500 ball to get there, Peyton is gonna start. It's gonna happen. The only only way unless Peyton is hurt. Now next year, it's gonna be IQ's book. It's gonna be his game. Is this it? This year, because next year they can't trade. They can't trade Peyton. What you gonna do? They can't trade unless he wants to go, and he doesn't. (laughs) (laughs) Here, here is my biggest gripe with Peyton this year, Ryan. (laughs) <laughs> uh, yo, I don't care what you say. I know, I'm, I know I, you're okay. I'm just letting you know. I'm just letting you know it's coming. I don't. I, 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 don't I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't think Peyton's wrong with that play. I, that, Roll that the tape. Me. I don't think he's. I don't think he's wrong with that play. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Okay, Roy. There was a, it was a particular play that I was pissed, and you can tell I was pissed because I was on the uh, Knicks fan TV live. And you saw my live pissed reaction. Oh, sure. Thing. So I was like, I was, I was like, oh my. Okay. IQ would never. All right. First and foremost. All right. So first, remember I talked about earlier that the people who stopped Ali Burks was Tom Thibodeau and Alfred Payton. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ali Burks. There was a stint where Ali Burks was going off. He was hitting threes. He hit. He had, He hit three shots in a row. Julius Randle, I don't put the clip right here. Julius Randle is going down the lane. He attracts like three Portland Trailblazers. His back is to Alec Burke, so he couldn't really pass him the ball. He swings the ball to Alfred Payton, and Payton is like a few feet behind the three-point line. Alec Burks, to me and to most people, is open by the three-point line on the top of the wing. His man is around the foul line. Who, who's supposed to be guarding him? He's around. So the Peyton could have gotten the ball. Peyton could have gotten the ball. But Peyton took the shot. Peyton took the shot, and I, remember I screamed. I did too. I, I did too. I did too. I did too. See, I, I, I'm, you know what? I was kind of shocked. But Thibodeau, if you remember, they 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 had Thibodeau mic'd up. He said, "If you're open, take the shot." Thank you, thank you. That is my whole point. Thank you. It is a bad shot. It's not a bad shot. It wasn't the right. It's not a bad shot. No, but I hear you, though, Jay. It wasn't the right basketball play. If you're a smart point guard, if you're a smart point guard, and your your shooter's going off on here, you want to give him the ball. But Thibodeau was just about screaming. If you're open, shoot the shot. That's what he said, and, and, and that's the whole was point. Wide open, he had to shoot. That's what. That's my. That's my, my whole point. Because the, here's my. Here's my whole thing. Payton, when Payton got the ball, there's nobody around him. Nobody. Nobody. Period. And my thing is like, at least with Burks, okay, Burks. Burks was open, but you have Dame there. At least keep an eye on man and ball. If, if Payton passes the ball to Burks, it's not a sure thing that that's not a contested shot. You don't know if they would have closed out on him or not. So my thing is like, okay, Payton is wide ass open. You take that shot because he's wide open. Nobody's around him. 
Yeah, but you know what it is though. You know what it is though, Ryan. They but they want Peyton to be open. <laughs> You're open for a reason. <laughs> no, no, I'm saying yeah, but, yeah, yeah, but yeah, but if my, you my see thing Peyton, is... if you see Peyton wide open, that's purposely done. They want him open. Yeah, but, but yeah, but my, my my whole thing is that what you are paying the pass of every single open show. No, well, no, he can't, no, no, and no, that's no, what no. that's what that's what Thibodeau is saying. Thibodeau saying. We want you to shoot because at least be a threat to shoot. That's the what I'm rider. saying. So yeah, so he has to shoot, but it's not like Portland accidentally left Peyton wide open. They're gonna leave him wide. And this is what I'm saying. This is all I'm saying. There are situations where Peyton is open, and they're and they're leaving him open, and you know they want him to shoot it because that's the game plan. If he shoots it, then it's I'm not gonna like it, but I'm not gonna scream on him because like. It's the correct basketball play to shoot that shot if they're going to lay off of you that much. Now, in this instance, as a point guard, if the man just finished hitting three shots in a row, the momentum is swinging back in your direction. You haven't hit a shot all game. Why would you take the shot three feet from behind the three-point no, line? You're right. When, you're right. No, it's like, it's when like, when, like it's is, that game when Rivers was hot. He's, he's not even... And and even looking at the body language of Dame during that quote unquote defense, right. Dame was standing straight upright. He wasn't running. His back was halfway turned to Alec Burks, even though he was close to the vicinity. He wasn't He's, on the foul line and not even not even hardly looking at the kid. Like he no, was, I, he, I, was I, he was he was being Dame, Dame 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 look Dame was resting Dame on the play, looked. but Dame but Dame is but Dame is keeping an eye on man and ball. He would have ran out regardless. He have you no, seen Randy Burke's head fake and shoot threes this season? You're talking about ifs and buts, though. You're talking about ifs and buts, though. We don't know if Burks would have faked them out with the when they were towards him. You don't know that. Have you seen the games earlier this season with Alec Burks and the, the time he needs to get off a shot? Is yeah, no, saying, he, 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 no, I'm yeah, saying like what, what, what JLS is saying, if I may, if I may paraphrase, but he said like earlier this year when, when Rivers scored 23, when he was hot, when, when Julius Randle got the ball in the spot that he would normally shoot, he was looking for, for Rivers. He was purposely looking for because he knew he was hot. Right. So mm-hmm. JLS, you're saying, well, if this man just hit three in a row, and I'm the point guard, and I know he's hot. I'm going to look for him. I'm giving him the ball. I'm giving him the ball. But at the same time, if you just got off the bench and your coach yelled at you and said, if you're open, shoot, you got a decision to make. <laughs> you got to- That's a simple decision. To me, as a point guard, I don't know. Decision. But because that's you heard what, what he said, you heard what, if you heard the press conference from a couple of days ago, Payne said, well, you know, we do a Tom Sitka. We don't want him to yell at. That's- he said that. He said, yes. so, so they just yeah. got off the bench and Thibodeau just in your face saying, if you are open, shoot. In ge- in general, if you look at Alfred Payton's stats this season in general, his assist numbers have drastically dropped. Yeah, no, yeah, drastically yeah, dropped. Yeah. He has been ignoring shooters the entire season. He's only averaging four yeah. assists. The entire season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's been, he's been he's been ignoring shooters, but I'm like, in that case, I do not blame him for taking a shot. That's what no, I'm, I'm saying. No, I'm not blaming him for taking the shot. I'm blaming, him for, I'm shot. blaming him for taking the shot. I'm he's blaming wide him. open. I mean, he was wide yeah. open. That's he what I'm saying. He was, in a, he was in the corner. I remember he was wide open. He had he's to take wide open. He's wide open. To shot. me, to me, if I'm about winning, if I'm about winning, and my teammate is getting off, here's the ball. 
They were about half. Portland was about half a step from a defensive, a defensive for three seconds because they all left the wide yeah, open exactly. and over to the other side. Yeah, and I we mean, had just hit the They looked debilitated on defense. They was even trying. Like they were just kind of like, okay, here's my question. All right, was called right after that. So all right, like, all right. Here's my question though. Here's my old point. Say that wasn't Payton. Say that was anybody else. Would you get on them for not passing the ball to Burks? Yes. And he took that open shot. Yes. Yes. If quickly take it at three, you gonna get on quickly for taking that three? Quickly wouldn't take the three. Taylor would pass it. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. No. And you can read this on Twitter. Time out. No, time out. Time out before you get excited. I, I take this exact thing to this guy on Twitter because he asked the exact same question or, or something similar. Here's what I said. If you are going to make the incorrect basketball play at the moment, you better make that shot. If you know you're not, not a shooter. It's not incorrect, though. <laughs> no, especially, especially if you know you're not a shooter. If you make the incorrect basketball play, if your man just hit three in a row and you've been bricking all day and your man is open and, all, and, you, and the coach preaches, the coach also preaches pass up a good shot for a great shot. Julius Randle seems to get that, but Elbert Payton hasn't gotten the all now, season. Now, well, wait a minute. Jay, is this the play I'm thinking, right? If I'm thinking correctly now, now, um, if I remember now, EP was on the right side of the court. And he got and Julius passed because Julius back, like you said, was two uh Burke. Burke. So he mm-hmm. passed the ball. Now, I can I would agree with you if Burke was like three quarter, like on that side of the court, and there was just a swing pass. But he would have to pass, pass the ball, but he would have no, he had to pass the ball over the defense. No, there was no defense. That's what I'm saying. There was no defense there. I thought if I remember correctly, Burke was on like the like, closest say, play. Mitchell Robinson was closer to was closer to um to Alec Burks, then freaking Burke Dane like on, was. On the left side of the, of the three-point line, like, if you're looking straight at the basket, mm-hmm. Peyton was on the right side of the court, and, and Burke was a little off-center on the left side of the court. Like, right. Burke he was, was at right that, next You know where the three-point line corners, like, yeah. that turn? Yeah. He was at the edge of that, but not, not on the foul line side, but a little bit yeah, he was like saying, in that it, corner area. I mean, it wasn't a difficult pass, but it wasn't as quick. To me, like, I would if it, it'd be a no brainer if if Burke is standing right next to me and I get the ball here and I could just swing it to him and he's right next to me. But if I gotta pass it over somebody, that's so what I'm that saying. It pass. wasn't over anybody. Oh, it been over Dame. He had to it pass was, it over no, Dame. Dame was by the foul line. Dame was. I gotta look at the line. play. I gotta see that play again because I thought Dame was. I thought Dame's back was kind of halfway toward um, Peyton and he did not see Burke all the way. That's what I thought. And no, they, it, no, there, there, there was a clear path. My my whole thing is that I feel like Dane was not far off enough to where that would have been an uncontested shot. But that's Burke. what I'm I, saying. That, that's what I'm saying. If it was a, if it was an uncontested shot and he just needs to give it to Burke and Burke got the same uncontested shot EP got, okay, yeah. I say he should have uh, uh, but, yeah. but if it wasn't quite like that, if there's a uh, remember, they got a split second to make this decision. Yeah. So and, and my thing decision. is my thing was Alec Burks just hit three in a row. Yeah. And Dane. He wasn't like he wasn't sprinting. Right. He was walk. He was walking. He, he wasn't, was resting. He was because, resting. Exactly. Because he was resting. I feel like that's the point when the game starts to swing and they was getting the they was, you know what happens when a, a, a team starts to score consecutively? Yeah. Body language starts to change. Yeah. Because now you make four like, stops in a row and they starting to come. That's, yeah. That was the body language of Dame on the court. It was he wasn't ha- he didn't have that look like I'm attentive. I'm going to try to steal the ball. He was like. Oh damn! Well, they about to get like that's the look that he had on his face. Yeah. So I'm just yeah. like, that's the I can't kill AP for that though. He, just, I'm killing him. That's I'm what sorry. I'm saying. That's what I'm, I'm saying. Selling. 
that's I'm a split sorry. Second, that's a split second, you know, decision. And he and his coach just was telling him, shoot if you're open. He's gonna he's gonna shoot the ball. He was wide open. He was wide yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, I agree with you. I I, I yell at the TV too because I like they want, <laughs> you to shoot. They want you to shoot every time. But he had to take the shot. I mean, I know he had to take it. And yeah, he, and. If you open, take the shot. Yeah, and, yeah, and my whole thing is like, I know Alfred Payton has had, has had this problem all season where he's not passing the open shooter when they're available. But I feel like, like I feel there was somebody in the Twitter comments and they had two other examples. I feel like those were better examples because Payton, there's actually people around Payton and Payton forced up the shot when there was somebody who was wide open mm-hmm. within the corner, whatever the case may be. I thought those were better examples. But I was like, this example, I'm like, I, I, don't, I can't kill Peter for taking a wide open shot when nobody's around him. You got to take that. There was nobody within hmm. three feet of him. He had to take the shot. I don't think he had to. I mean, he's going to, he's not, it, it would have looked pretty bad think, though, Jalen. If he, if he turned so. the ball over right there and he had a wide open shot, he might have, you know, he might have got pulled. You know, he didn't definitely heard from Thibodeau on it. He's not going to hear from Paul Tommy. He's not going to hear from But you're right. I mean, he's only averaging four points and four assists. So he's not really, you know, He's not really doing what he well, he's like a guy over like a triple double or whatever. But he's mm-hmm. Not, mm-hmm. well, that was a heated discussion. Let us know what you think in the comments. Hey, <laughs> is it Randall leading the Knicks in assists? Yeah, yeah I think Randall. Yeah, Randall is leading the Knicks in assists right now. He's at I think he's like sliding though. It's like six point seven. Yeah, last couple games or something like that. Six point seven points a game. I think his three points is sliding a little bit too. In general, he hasn't been as efficient. And I'm wondering if it has to do with him getting tired or not, but yeah. I think they're keying him. They're keying him. Yeah. They know he's the guy. So yeah. that's part of being the man, man. You got you got he gotta handle that. Just, yeah, yeah. Hopefully he gets like a second win at some point, you know. Yeah. And he'll be able to get his uh, field goal percentage up to what it was a little bit earlier. You I tell I mean? you what though, he looks a lot happier now than in the beginning oh of the season. Oh my gosh. He's smiling you know? at post games. He was so, he was <laughs> like he was like th- that guy from the Avengers, man. He was like uh, Thanos, man. He was you know, like that. <laughs> then all of a sudden, now you know he's smiling and laughing and stuff. I said, "Oh man, Julian!" You know, oh man, yeah, yeah, you're right about that. You're right about that. All right, well, well, that was our show, man. That was our show. Good talk, guys. Um, we we have a game coming up. Utah Raw, Raw says we winning this place. Let's get this W, baby. We Let's ready get this to w. <laughs> <laughs> What do you think, Ryan? W L, how you feel you're coming out, man? Ooh, oh boy. I'm, I'm gonna keep the positive vibes in the air. W. I'm gonna keep the w. positive vibes. Yeah, they're they, 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 they do. They do. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They do. They do. They do, man. They do. Let them sleep on us. Let them sleep on us, and we spank them. Yeah, man. I hope we. I'll be. I know. I'll be surprised the Knicks when I really hope they do, though, yo. It's and really it's, hard to it's really hard to beat uh to beat a team twice that you just beat because you know they have that like oh I remember last time yeah yeah, yeah. But, but but it's funny though because they said that the, the the Jazz haven't lost since they lost to the Knicks so it's like yeah. why not so it's like hey <laughs> so it's like hey that's why right, not right, so I'm right, like hey right. why not why not you know why not be the ones that, uh, that encourage them exactly no, like you, you know like, you know like we encourage the winning streak so let's end the winning streak as well I'm winning I'm winning. All right, there it is, guys. Man, I hope you enjoyed our show. Uh listen, you know where to find us, man. Nick Top Show on YouTube. YouTube.com slash Nick Top Show. Also kind of catch us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and all that noise. Um, yeah, where can they, where can they find you, Raw? 
They can find me at Raw Hebrew Remnant on YouTube. Raw Hebrew Remnant. Just look, just plug that in. You'll find me. And Raw W H H B R W R M N A N T Raw Hebrew Remnant on Twitter. All right. And yeah, also, you know what? Find us on the KLT show as well. Definitely. Check out the writings and the blogs and check out the merch and all that noise. And you can find me too on JLS Draws Things on Instagram if you want to. I don't know why you would. I hardly post. But then sometimes <laughs> I post for like a good like three or four days strong and then you won't see me for a week or two. <laughs> but if you want to, hey, you might as well go ahead. All right. Yeah. Where can they find you, Ryan? You'll find me on Instagram at Sir G is chilling. Sir G is chilling. That's S I R G is C H I L L I N. And um, you can also find me on Twitter at Sir underscore G is best. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's it's funny because I actually gained some followers today. I'm I'm assuming people saw me and you going at it uh, over this play, and some people were like, you know what? I'm gonna follow him. So I'm like, hey, yeah. And somebody <laughs> suggested they follow. I've been telling you, Ryan. I've been telling everybody. Man, y'all don't listen to me. I'm like, yo, Twitter. <laughs> Nick's Twitter is popping. You thought Instagram is popping? Nick's Twitter is popping, man. Come come play. Come play with us. <laughs> it's popping. Pop Actually, follow, follow us on Nick's Twitter. Nick, the KOT show on Nick's Twitter, man. I'm sure. All right, man. Yeah, good talk, guys. All right, man. Oh, one more thing. Rest yeah. in peace. Arthur Wingo. Oh, yeah, yeah. Former Nick on that 72-73 oh. championship Nick's team. Yeah. Oh, rest yeah, we did see that. Yeah, definitely rest in peace. Rest in peace, sir. Fellow Nick, Nick's legend. All right. That's our show. Peace. Peace.